Hey everyone, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. On this week's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the fear of the future, which can also be described as the fear of uncertainty, the fear of the unknown. And I want to start by reassuring you and saying that this fear exists in all of us. This fear manifests for some people as a fear of time running out where they're hyper-focused on every day that's passing and time that's passing. In others, this manifests as living in a state of anxiety, afraid to take steps, afraid to take decisions, really just robbing you from experiencing your life here and now. Like I do in every episode, I'm going to share my own relationship to the future, my own inner dialogue when it comes to these fearful thoughts, when it comes to the anxiety that does arise within me when I think of certain things that I'm afraid of and certain outcomes that are undesirable, when I feel like time creeps its way into my awareness and distracts me from what I know to be true, which is that time really doesn't exist. So for me personally, I try not to think too much about the future. I have these intentions for what I would like my future to look like, but I try not to create specific realities that I can become attached to. I do believe that when you want to manifest something, people tell you to get very clear and very specific, but I don't really have an interest in creating these very specific realities from my ego that will eventually kind of make my life harder. I'll tell you about a client I have that really reminds me of myself and it always works this way where I start to work through something or I just get out of the process of working through something and I attract a client that's looking for help with that thing. So I have a client at the moment, a beautiful woman, and her biggest dream is to be a pop star and her entire identity is really built around this dream. Now I can relate to this because for the longest time, all I wanted in life was to be influential and known and for lack of better words I wanted to be famous. I looked up to people like Oprah and saw people who have this huge audience and are well known and the more I let go of that specific goal the more success I actually have because I'm not letting my ego decide what it needs. My ego wanted to be that for reasons that were rooted in insecurity, rooted in fear, not really rooted in truth and That's why I try not to be so specific about these future goals. But anyways, for this client, all she's ever wanted was to be a pop star. That's her entire dream. And this makes her life very hard, actually, because on one hand, she's super talented and beautiful, and I genuinely believe that she could be famous and really successful as a pop star. But this obsession with becoming something in the future creates this constant state of lack in her daily life. It creates this state of waiting. And I'm actually recording this episode before our discussion tonight that I invited you guys to on this video of Joe Dispenza talking about this thing exactly where you can really manifest and create anything you want, but it will not come from a state of lack. So if you're looking at your reality, like all I need is to become a pop star. That's this future reality that I want. I live my whole life in a state of waiting, in a state of lack, in a state of paying more attention to what's missing and how far I am from getting what I want. This will create a lot of anxiety for people like my clients because every day that passes that they're not achieving their goal, they feel like time is being wasted. And every time they look into the future, 
they have these fears of what happens if I don't get it? What happens if it never happens? What will I do then? Now, that's definitely one way that my relationship to the future has played out where I'm afraid what will happen if I'm not the next Oprah? What will happen if I don't end up super rich? What will happen if those things that I want don't happen? And when I thought that way, I had a very unhealthy relationship to the future. I know a lot of other people struggle with their relationship to the future. And I want to talk about why I'm using that word, the relationship to the future, because the future doesn't really exist, but each one of us has a relationship with the word future, with the concept of future. It's not a real thing. There is never a day where you feel like you're living in your future. You are always living here and now. That's the only thing that's real. And as cliche as it is to say, this moment is the only moment that exists. There will never be a day where you wake up and you're like, I'm in my future. You will always just be here now in the present. I know a lot of other people struggle with their relationship to the future in the sense that just the thought of the future freaks them out. Just the thought of, am I making the right decisions right now? I know I have that too, living an unconventional path in life, not doing the socially acceptable things that someone at my age would be doing. I'm not making this huge effort to buy a house, which by the way, I would say one of my favorite financial advisors, Ramit Sethi, talks about how that's actually not the most responsible financial decision, but that's a side note. That's not one of my goals. I'm not really planning my life based on some sort of template or some sort of security plan for my future. I really do live my life day by day. And of course, there are times where I'm like, wait, maybe I'm supposed to do things that are a little bit more safe, a little bit more secure for the future me. Like maybe I should be saving more. Maybe I should be doing this or maybe I need to find my permanent home. Maybe I need to know what country I'm going to live in. So every time that happens, I ask myself, do I have enough money now, more than enough money that I need now? Do I have enough money saved now to live without fear or stress or anxiety when it comes to my finances? The answer is yes. Do I feel the need to know what country I'm going to live in right now? The answer is no, I don't. Do I feel like I need a home at the moment? And when I think of a home at the moment, I'm like, I wouldn't even want a home at the moment. That comes with managing a home and running a home and being responsible for upkeeping a home. And I don't want that. So why am I creating problems that are not real? Because if the future is not real, any problem that I place in the future is not a real problem. Now, I think in order to make peace with the fear of the future, you have to make room for faith. And faith does not mean believing everything's going to work out. And faith does not even mean believing in God or a higher power. Every single one of us has faith in something. Some of us have faith that things are not going to go well or that things are going to work out terribly or that they're going to be in problems that they can't solve. And some people have faith that everything's going to be okay and that even if there's problems, they will find solutions and that they are exactly where they're meant to be. So faith isn't really a thing you have or you don't have. It is what do you personally have faith in? Do you have faith that things are going to work out? Do you have faith that things aren't going to work out? And yes, I find myself in days where I have faith that things will not work out. That's when I feel more fearful. That's when I have anxiety. That is when I have paralysis and making decisions. And really, I just get way too in my head. 
and lose sight of what the truth is, lose sight of the real reality. You see, when I think of fear of the future, it's only through the lens of my ego in the physical world. It's never like, will I be able to find peace? Will I be able to accept whatever is? I have faith in that. Like I, I really do. And I think most people do where they look back on their life and they kind of have this feeling of things always work out in the end, you know, even if I didn't get what I want. So I know on a spiritual level, we all have the capacity to have peace no matter what our circumstances are and to accept reality as it is to gain that peace. The stress and the anxiety and the fear is usually created from the ego. And I heard in a Wayne Dyer lecture today, he said ego is an acronym for earth guide only. So our ego is really only thinking of the physical realm. It's not really thinking in terms of spiritual truth. It's really only thinking about our limited physical reality. Will I have enough money? Will I have a home? Will I have stability? Will I be famous? Because if not, then that means I'm not worthy. And will I be seen as successful? Because if not, I'm not worthy. And your soul is kind of just like, I'm good now. Like I'm, I'm okay. Everything is great. Like I'm not lacking anything. I'm not missing anything. The ego is lacking. The soul feels completely whole. Now, sometimes listening to a podcast like this, hearing these words, reading a book with this transformational wisdom is enough and it clicks for you and you have an aha moment and you feel like, okay, that's the way I needed to reframe this. That's going to help me. But something that I've learned recently through my own experience, hiring coaches that help with taking this higher knowledge and higher awareness and bringing it into the body is that it's so important to the healing journey. It doesn't matter how much I understand these things on a spiritual level sometimes. In a moment where I feel anxiety and stress and fear of the future that's just not going away or keeps coming back, I need to do the work to bring it into my body. I have to create a feeling of safety in my actual physical vessel. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is through your breathing. I am not an expert on breath work. Aside from practicing it using an app and doing exercises with my coach in some of our sessions, I am not the person to teach you this. But I actually reached out to a former client of mine who became a very good friend who is very passionate about breath work. And to be honest, I just trust people when I can tell they're passionate about something because it's so obvious how pure their intention is. It's so obvious the love that they're bringing into their practice and into their journey of learning and acquiring knowledge for reasons that are rooted in love. And I reached out to her when I realized I'm gonna make this episode and I asked her if we can actually do a workshop on this where we can discuss our relationship to the future and uncertainty and the unknown. And I can give a lesson on this and I can teach you how to reframe the narrative, how to shift your faith into a place that is rooted into expansiveness and love and not coming from the ego and limiting you and scaring you basically. But in the second half of the workshop, I want her to teach you techniques to use with your breath and to guide us through an exercise, for myself included, but also to teach you how you can use your breath, how you can take this information that we'll work through and talk about and actually bring it into your body and use it when you're feeling anxiety about your future, when you feel like looking into your future feels like looking into a black hole. 
I'm really excited to host this workshop with her. It's on March 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, which is 12 p.m. Eastern time. And if you're on this side of the world where I am in Greece or in Israel, it's at 7 p.m. This workshop will be free of charge. All you have to do is sign up. Make sure you click the link in the podcast description to save your spot. In addition to the workshop, if you have not tried it already, I highly, highly recommend getting started now and trying Breathwork with the Othership app. Othership is what introduced me to Breathwork and actually introduced my friend to Breathwork. That was her first experience with Breathwork as well that took her down this entire path of Breathwork becoming her absolute passion. To try Othership and support this podcast, you can click the link in the podcast description, get a free trial and try it today. Now coming back to the idea of shifting our faith because really when we have fear of the future, we're not thinking from our spiritual awareness. Lately, I've been doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning and I love when I get into this mood where I have a hunger and a thirst for knowledge because it's just, it never stops. It's all day, every day. And I've been listening to Marianne Williamson and Wayne Dyer and a bunch of other things I just keep stumbling upon on YouTube and podcasts and whatever. And I've heard a few people describe our experience as if we have two experiences happening simultaneously at all times our physical experience and our spiritual experience, that we have two sets of eyes, our physical eyes and our spiritual eyes. And what does that really mean at the end of the day? Our physical eyes, our physical experience is rooted in survival. It's rooted in fear. It's rooted in this limited material world. And our spiritual experience is much more expansive, much more loving, much more accepting, much more open. And we cannot get rid of one or the other. Even people who think they're completely not spiritual, they have this spiritual lens that they see life through. They may not call it that. They may not admit it. It may not be strengthened within them. They may not give it too much attention, but it's obviously there. And we cannot get rid of that human side. So I started this podcast episode saying that every single human has this innate, this natural fear of the future. If there was a dark cave that you could not see a foot into, there is no human that's just going to skip into the cave with no fear and no hesitation. But that's the thing that people see their future like this dark cave. They paint this picture of an experience where they're walking into something without knowing what's going to happen. And of course, we don't know what's going to happen in the quote unquote future, but really we don't know what's going to happen in the now. Even the worst experience of your life, it happens as it's happening. It doesn't happen before that. So instead of walking through your days as if you're walking into this dark cave, it's better to walk as if you're walking on a coastline where it's like you see everything in front of you but you don't know what's waiting for you because you can only see so far. But as you're walking, you do feel safe. You see the ocean, you see the steps in front of you, and you can walk with ease. Now, what happens on a day where all of a sudden there's a lot of fog in front of you, a lot of haze in front of you, and you cannot see so much into the future? Do you freak out or do you continue walking because you recognize that you're safe? You recognize that you know where you're going. You recognize that you can trust yourself. You know you're in a safe environment. So for me, when I'm going through my daily life and I'm thinking from 
my very limited human self, I'm looking at the exact numbers in my bank account and I'm thinking about my age and I'm thinking about the number of followers I have and I'm thinking about all of these things with the feeling of anxiety as if I'm walking into this dark cave and I'm like, is it going to work out? Am I going to get more followers? Am I going to lose everything? Am I going to fail? Is everything going to go bad? On a good day where my relationship to my future is healthy, I'm living life like I'm walking down the beach where I'm like, okay, I can only see so far. I don't know what I'm going to find in like a mile from now. I don't know what I'm going to find in three miles from now. But at the moment, I'm enjoying this walk. I'm enjoying this view. I know where I'm going. I can't get lost. I don't feel like I'm in danger. And I'm just going to continue walking, enjoying this walk, enjoying the view, and just placing one foot in front of the other. And on that day where my relationship to the future is just like walking down the beach and not knowing what's coming up in a few miles from now, my bank account has the same amount of money. I have the same number of followers. Time is still, quote unquote, time is still passing and I'm getting older. I still don't know exactly where I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. But on that day, I'm looking at my life through my spiritual eyes, through my spiritual perspective, where no decision is right or wrong where there's no pressure to be anything or to earn anything, where I'm not lacking anything. I'm fully whole. I'm walking a path where I have faith that everything's going to be okay. I am fully whole. Nothing is missing. And I'm just at peace with where I'm at. I'm not focusing on things that I might need in the future that I don't need now or things that I'm convinced I need now to feel complete. I'm focused on what I do have. I'm just at peace with who I am and where I'm at. Even if my ego tries to convince me that I'm lacking something or I have to be afraid of not achieving something or having something in the future. The last point I want to make on fear of the future is that it's not always about being afraid that we're not going to get what we want or that life won't go our way. A lot of people are living with fears of negative experiences, fears of undesirable outcomes that are actually scary. Some people live with the fear of death or illness or death or illness for a loved one. Some people are living with fear that the world is coming to an end, literally. And I'll just keep this simple and say that one of my favorite spiritual mentors says, don't solve problems that don't exist yet. Don't try to solve problems that don't exist yet. Be where your two feet are. And anytime I'm living with like the fear of my parents dying or the fear that I won't be able to have children or these really scary thoughts about the future, I come back to the fact that I can survive hard things. I can survive difficult experiences and challenges. And I also know that there is duality in everything. Some of the negative experiences that I fear most might be the most important experiences of my life or the most transformational experiences of my life. Some of the most important things that will happen to me in my experience on this earth and wishing for this very sterile life where you will experience no pain and no loss and no disappointment and no trauma and no tragedy. When I think of that thought, where I'm thinking that sometimes, where I'm like, I just hope I never have pain, never suffer, nothing bad ever happens. I realize that I am creating a preconceived illusion that that's even possible. (laughs) And I kind of give up on that and realize that I accept that part of life. I accept that there 
will be a day that my parents will die and I probably won't be able to avoid all bad things everywhere, but I can't trust myself to use my spiritual understanding of the world to be of service to this world. So many of the most influential people in the world and the people that I look up to and admire so much that have changed my life the most with their influence are people who went through unbelievably difficult experiences, like objectively very, very, very hard lives. And I recognize being on the other side of that, that their pain had so much purpose. Their pain that God put them through that experience to help hundreds and thousands of people. So again, I'm not not afraid of bad, scary, terrible things happening, but I just trust myself to find the meaning in them, to use them for my own growth and the richness of my experience as a human being. I feel like the topic of the future, the future being infinite in nature. So my, my teacher also talks about how the future is infinite. There are infinite possibilities in the future and we're usually narrowing them down to like two or three or like even all the ones we could think of would not be close to all the things that can happen. And some people hear that and freak out, but I actually hear that and find peace because I realize there are so many positive possibilities that can happen too. But just like the fact that the future is infinite, I feel like I could talk about the future forever and I could literally never stop asking questions and discussing all the different ways that you can perceive the future. One of my favorite quotes of all time is a Steve Jobs quote where he talks about how you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And that is why every step forward does require courage. Every step to live fully, to have an open heart, to do the best we can is all we can truly do. Trusting that one day we will look back and everything will make sense. Everything will connect and you will realize that there was nothing to fear that everything was as it was meant to be. I want to remind you that I'm hosting a workshop with one of my favorite people and someone who is super, super passionate and talented in teaching people about breath work. We're going to be hosting a workshop on how to change your relationship to the future and your fear of the future, the fears you have that are placed in the future, also through a discussion, but also through experiencing that in the body. If you feel called to support this podcast and want to get exclusive content, you can click below where it says subscribe to this podcast. And of course, I'd be very grateful. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please screenshot it, share it on your story, tag me. I love to see it. I love to see you guys sharing the love and the light with your communities and your friends. It means so, so much to me. Maybe there is someone who you're thinking of who needs to hear this. I would appreciate it if you also just sent it to someone privately. I love you all so much. Thanks again to everyone who joined the call this week from the WhatsApp community. And if you want to join the WhatsApp community, you can do that too in the podcast description. Love you all. And I will be back next week.